So what I did was I tried to write an intro, like weekly introduction, mm -hmm. and I decided to do that you know, 30 seconds before we went on the air. And so I've only written half of it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the first half and then you can make up the second half on the spot. Oh, I love those. Those are always flawless and no problems whatsoever. <laughs> because my, my, my first half has nothing to do with the actual podcast. Okay. This will be interesting. What I would like to do is like read it in the style of a 1920s carnival barker. Maybe we can bring for that later. I got you. Oh, almost like the openers for the Clone Wars TV show where he's like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. A long yeah. time ago. Or I, I can't do the voice, but you yeah, know. it's it's like your uh, old old timey radio introduction kind of thing. Yes. Um, maybe there's an AI thing that can do it for us. Anyways, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Are you ready? Okay. There comes a time in every man's life when he must ask himself, why aren't all my good conversations being recorded? Thus, the podcast was born. Take it away. Sorry, I wasn't ready for that. That's good. I like that. And here we are to fill in those gaps with things that we have considered very important in our youth and still continue to. Unfortunately, no one else seems to care too much about them. <laughs> and you have to ask, why are all the things I used to love obsolete now? And exactly. That question, including ourselves. <laughs> this is the fossil. <laughs> The Fossils. Hugh Music. I like it. I, li I like the title. When you came back with me and did The Fossils, I'm like, nice. And when you showed me the artwork, I was like, even better right there. I, I like the VHS copies right there. You know, we, we went away with fossil fuels, and, and I like, I don't know, I got to do the cover, and I was like, there's no fossil fuel in this. Though. Yes, it's, yes. It's yes. just fossils. Yes. I mean, I, I came up with the fossil fuel because we are literally feeding the next generation, right? But that's not true because well, all we talk about is irrelevant things. So we're just more or less fossils. That's why I was like, I like that better. It's more, we are just it. Well, I, I guess I got the I got the old parts in there, which is like fossil fuels, I guess. It's, you know, it's gas. <laughs> one, it's one, of the, one of the classical states of matter. Yes, yes. Since we're a new podcast, remember, before we dive into it, I will, you know, Pat us on the back because the things I did like in the picture, I like you had looked like a VHS copy, which I was like, oh, that looks nice. And then immediately you had like, you know, other headphones and all that kind of stuff. And I can, believe it or not, by the skeletons, I can tell your remain and my <laughs> remains and be like, oh, I, that one's clearly a mic and that one's clearly me right there. Well, I don't know if you meant to do that or not. I, well, I did because one has black hair and one has no hair, which is pretty yes. re representative of us at this moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I like it. And I love the song. I thought the song was appropriate, too. Um, I don't know if it was supposed to be a, a rip off another famous song, which I don't know. And we got this out if you want to. But I was like, is that somewhere uh, beyond the sea song right there? Because if it isn't, sounds like it. Yeah, that, I like it. I was like, oh, I like that song. That just, that just, that just warmed my innards right there. I was like, ooh, I like that a lot. So. I didn't realize this until you mentioned it. Beyond the Sea has been stuck in my head all week and I couldn't figure out why. There you go. That's the reason. That's the reason, yeah. Well, we are technically a Spotify podcast first, so let's, let's get into some crazy medical theories. Okay. Bananas contain lead. Really? No. Yeah, no, I think you're I think you're on to something. It's like the sad truth that every living thing on earth has plastic inside of them. Yeah. We're at that point now. And too. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And it's because of Man, it's just plastic. Oh no, you're just eating the, the decorations off the table. 
Yes, yes. And then, yeah. then you've got a real problem on your hands. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. So. so we are a podcast that talks about things that uh, from our childhood that are no longer relevant necessarily, like ourselves, mm-hmm. because we're in our 40s now. And that, uh, that seems to be the threshold of like oldum or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Decrepitness. Yes. Yes. I, I find now um, everyone, when you hit 40, people just look at a new light. They're like, oh, you have, I had a kid come in my office the other day and was asking me like life advice. And I'm looking at him like, are you, are you coming to me? He goes, yeah, I was curious. I mean, like, what's my best options for like 401ks and stuff like that? And I'm like, oh, and the sad thing, I actually had an answer for him. <laughs> I was like, Oh, God, I've gotten home. <laughs> 401k, what's that? Uh, uh, security okay. in the future, supposedly. Uh, it's overrated. I say NFTs are the way to go. So what do you want to talk about this week, Mr. Mal? So this week we are going to talk about baseball cards, which I feel like is a thing that existed quite a bit on our youth. It, it was the first thing I thought of. You, you had a good one too, which we will do next time. But this one is baseball cards because you don't hear a lot about baseball cards these days. You don't. And so I, th- I thought this was the good place to start. Okay. You, you can almost kind of see the through line here. Although baseball ca- cards kind of started out as a thing used to pr- promote businesses. Like it was like, an advertising tech thing. It kind of started with hoarding goods stores. They're the first to produce trading cards because it was a good advertisement for people to come back in and be like, hey, I'm going to buy some stuff from you now. Yeah. Yes. Or whatever. And my kids are happy because they got cards off you. Yeah, exactly. Did you have a specific history you wanted to talk about with baseball cards? I mean, if you want to do history in general or let's do history in general for fun, just to start off. Um, so what's interesting I've noticed whenever you go back and look at the subject of baseball cards They've been with us since pretty much the early 1900s, is the craziest thing. And I was shocked how small they used to be. They were not nearly the size that we're used to today with all our cards and stuff. They're actually much smaller, much more, I would dare say, easier to loot. And then they've gotten bigger and bigger because I guess us as humans are like, hey, we keep losing our cards and they keep on expanding them and making them bigger. I'll tell you, one of the interesting ones is um, one of the stories for history-wise is to show you how valuable the cards still are. Um, Did you ever hear about the family in Iowa who found... A bunch of baseball cards. Did you ever hear the story? I have at least heard similar stories because it seems to be a pretty common thing that happens. Yeah. So what happened, and I'll, I'll just do the, the, the quick version of this. A family ended up inheriting this old house that the gentleman originally died in like the 1940s. Uh, the daughter had it, kept up with the house, and then finally the daughter passed away like in 2012. About 30 people ended up inheriting this house. So one of the nephews or whatever goes through the house, is the famous story, goes upstairs and he finds a bunch of baseball cards. And he's like, well, that's weird. And the baseball cards are kind of odd looking because they don't look like normal baseball cards because of the size and everything. He pulls them out, sends them away, and they are 1910 all-star baseball cars of like Yankees and pretty much a whole series. The craziest thing, it's like 300 cards. They are in perfect condition. Like for whatever reasons, the, the environment was perfect up in this attic for all these years later and it preserved them. And they are now the whole package is now worth close to $3 million. Is how much they found. Huh? Yeah. 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 And 
The part that got me is everyone's asking the question, how did these cards get here? I mean, the dad, the house is, I mean, hey, it's an Iowa of all places. Yeah, Iowa. And then the part that got weird is the person who lived in this place did not, was not associated with baseball, didn't have a job baseball. And what they figured it out was this guy used to be a door-to-door salesman, and he would grab packs of baseball cards back in the early 1900s. And he tried to do what we talked about a second ago. He'd give them to the families and try to get the parents to buy his, his equipment and hand the cards free to the kids. And he'd come home, throw the extra packs he had in his pocket into bin, and he'd just keep on throwing all these cards into the bin and stuff like that. And eventually, you know, he, they forgot about it upstairs. He had all these extra sets of cards and died. Daughter didn't know anything about it. It was left up there. And finally, the third generation from this guy goes through the, the attic and finds all these cards. Which is always funny because every time um, whenever I was, whenever I moved into this house for years, uh, a good friend of mine, Brandon, he would always come. You know what you need to do, man? You need to go upstairs, open up your attic, take a look at your attic. I am sure that Pop Kaiser, my grandfather, had all this stuff up there, just saved away. And I bet you're just sitting on like a million dollar thing. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna actually put a set of stair sets up into that attic and see actually what's up there. Popped it open finally, and there ain't nothing up there. Because, again, it's an old farmhouse, and no one put anything in the attic because it was too hard to get up there, and they just stuck stuff out in a – because there's these little buildings on my property that people just would cram crap out there that so far we've sold and moved away or whatever. So there ain't nothing in my old farmhouse. But I was always like, maybe upstairs my retirement. No, it's nothing. I'm still just going to die broke. What? We did that too of our last house because uh, the the person who had it had passed away, and one of his relatives said that he had a couple thousand dollars that they couldn't account for, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe it's hiding in the molding." <laughs> that kind of thing. I, yeah, I did I did find two rolls of hay pennies, but none of them are worth anything. So that, that's the closest I've ever gotten. That's my little, uh, I wouldn't say history, but my little uh, fun little fact I found while I was looking around. I uh, didn't have one that colorful. Mm. The only thing I was going to say was, you said 1900s, uh, kind of my quick research found that uh, they actually go back as far as uh, photography existed. Oh, really? Like 1860s. There's a couple couple, like sporting goods stores that uh, started doing the trading cards. The most earliest I can find there is uh, 1868. Wow. The Peck and Snyder Sporting Goods Store. This is Wikipedia. Anybody can look this up. The oldest known surviving card actually goes back to the 1860s. Really? And which I feel like was actually before photography. Maybe not. That probably is about when photography officially started. So, that, that But it was actually sense. a baseball card in the 1860s. Yeah. Okay, I'm curious to see who the card was. Though. It doesn't say who it is. It just says uh, it was it was the uh, Brooklyn Atlantics. Oh, uh, okay. I've actually been the whole team. Maybe that's interesting. I didn't know that. I wonder what they're worth today. Just one deck of that. I bet that by itself would be worth three million. Yeah, I know. That's uh, yeah. It's one of a would kind. you like to see the original cards of baseball? Oh, yes, please. Thank you. Okay. The original cards. <laughs> so then you fast forward and, you know, they've been popular since the 1880s, 1900s. They mm-hmm. at least had a pretty good 100-year run. As far as like a popular like entertainment type thing like that, that's a pretty long time to be popular. Yes, I agree. So why don't you hear about them anymore? Well, 
My, I get your take on it, but I honestly think the reason why you don't hear about them much anymore is the same reason why, especially areas around here, the sports teams have gotten smaller, school systems are getting low. Um, you know, that's why they they don't have school programs like they used to, because kids aren't interested in it anymore. And I honestly think it's the same reason why Star Wars is more popular now than ever and Marvel's more popular now because kids and young adults, if you will, have gotten more into the nerd culture. And I mean, let's look at it like this. When we were growing up, if you were called a nerd, that was not a compliment. That was, uh, you know. Even probably around here or, or our hometown, it's still probably not a compliment. But it was, you know, it was one of those things where it was shameful and you were kind of seen as an outcast if you were kind of a nerd. And the only other people you were related to uh, were other nerds. But I, I often say it for a long time. I used to call myself an in-the-closet Trekkie. I don't know if I've ever told you that or not. Because I was afraid if people found out I was actually a big Star Trek nerd, I'd get made fun of, you know, because it's easy to make fun of that. That's the whole, that stuff's even weird, huh? And then, and then I think it was... And I honestly think, for me, it, high school does something to you, you know, where you kind of grow up and you figure out who you are. And I and it, something clicked in me when I got older, when I was like, you know what? I don't have to be cool and hide the things I like. I can just be myself and other people like me, people don't like me. And I did that with friends and with family members. And I found two things one my life got a lot less stressful and a lot less headaches and two i actually was a much happier person you know because i actually liked who i was some people have a hard time with that but i i I think the pullback in the baseball cards, I think that's what it is. I, I went to a wedding this past summer, Mike. You will find this funny. And in the wedding, this is a big jock who got married. He's He is going off and doing you – know, he's going into college football. He's doing a bunch of stuff. And at the wedding, they were doing a, uh, a avengers theme wedding. Oh. Yeah, you didn't see that coming, did you? And when he comes up to me and, and talks to me, every time he sees me, he doesn't talk to me about college football, college sports. He wants to talk to me about Marvel. And he wants to talk to me about what I think is this and that and the other thing. And we sat there and we would chit-chat. And it's very funny because after we leave away, my uncles will look at me and it's like, what are you all talking about? And I'm like, oh, just comic book stuff. And he, they just shake their head. They just can't believe how the kids are all into it. And But that's how it is now, I think. And I'm sure it might be a, a time in the future where that stuff becomes unpopular again. But for the most part, all that stuff's very popular. And as a result, things that used to be the norm of the popularity... It's not there anymore. So sports is not the top of the list for people now. It's more entertainment. I can see that. And thinking about this Venn diagram of like Jock, Marvel, yeah. Marvel Star Wars, there, there's there's probably a chart there that you could produce where all that kind of stuff lines up perfectly. So the reason I believe, and I, I think I read this years ago too, so I got a little bit sure. of knowledge to back it up maybe, is that actually I do know this and, and I'll tell you why. I owned a lot of uh, baseball cards back in the 80s and 90s, and I still mm -hmm. have them to this day. Not all of them, but you know the, the ones I didn't tear up um, or my siblings didn't tear up. Uh, <laughs> I went to look up the value of them because I was like, man, it's been you know, 20, 30 years. These got to be like super valuable now. No, wow. you know, maybe, maybe a dollar each, you know, something like that. Not, nothing, uh, you know, even, even like the big names that you would recognize, like uh, Daryl Strawberry and uh, really, yeah. Um, some reason I only think of Daryl Strawberry. 
Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Nolan Ryan. Well, it's one more that I can think of right now. Okay. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> and so b- because of this, I got to looking at, at why they weren't worth anything. I was like, these are big names. It, it ought to be worth something. I had a friend when I was a kid who had a uh, Mickey Mantle rookie card, which is apparently like the holy grail of uh, baseball cards. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't have it now, but uh, I couldn't imagine what that'd be worth these days. I'll have to look that up here in a second. Anyways, so the reason that I found that my cards weren't worth anything is because they were overproduced in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, so they saturated the market in found cars everywhere everybody i remember walking in the like the grocery store in franklin west virginia and then yeah. he's had baseball cards you know when you go to check out you know every store did yep. you know, that has to be millions and millions of cards printed every year so there really wasn't a unique card because you know there's millions and millions of cards printed and there's only like 500 total mlb players at any given time then mm-hmm. of course you're not gonna have anybody that's rare that makes sense you brought up an interesting point too about the marvel stuff and how that's very popular now and it seems to be diminishing in the last couple of years and yes uh, and i think that's for the same reason now if you're looking at yes it. it's oversaturation yes i agree i agree they're ever producing everything so mm-hmm. and I, I believe they are kind of pulling back for that reason they're a and they're overdoing it mm-hmm. so maybe they can still kind of save that but uh, if they keep it up marvel's going the way of the baseball card i, I agree 100 it's the same reason why i have not the last marvel movie i've seen in theaters was probably dr strange and i immediately regretted going to see them in the theater because i sat there and i was like should have waited and just went to the drive-in it's cheaper, it's easier, and I did that thing in my head where I was like, wait 45 days, it's on Disney+. Plus." You know? You know my last one was? Uh, Endgame. Endgame, yeah. And that's the thing, and I don't know. I, I think that I think that's why, like, everyone's talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go see that. And it sounds great, looks interesting. I'll watch on Disney Plus when it's Disney Plus. You know, it's that kind of thing. You're just like, yeah, I'll wait. And I think that's why I think everyone, when you're always giving stuff, I, I guess Marvel thought people would just be addicted to it and they'll be like, nope, nope, we'll just give it to you. That's why I think, um, you know, who's format is actually working the best for that kind of stuff? Not to do a side topic, we'll get right back to cards. Uh, Star Trek. I don't know. I know it's like my third time bringing up Star Trek, but uh, they actually do an ep- They'll do like an episode a week and then they shut it off for a couple months and then they'll do another episode a week and they'll shut off. And you're kind of like, oh, I kind of want to see a new one. And you're not like burned out with Marvel. I do like how Disney Plus does it where they'll have like one thing that runs for a yeah. couple weeks, but then they'll switch to another thing. So you're not getting the constant same thing all the time. They I agree. From the fandoms, and I think that's a good strategy. I agree. I think that's what makes that, that's the, the big thing with Marvel or Disney Plus now is every two months it's a new thing. Have you noticed that? But no, no, I get you. I got you. And I get that too. I get that with the baseball cards because you're right. You're right. I remember doing the same thing you did. I would get a very ultra rare baseball because I actually did collect baseball cards too. Did you know that? No, I was going to ask you, but you didn't bring it up, so I was like, well, maybe he didn't, so I shouldn't ask. No, no, it's fine. So my mother was always trying to get, uh, trying to find ways to encourage me to read at a young age because I was so far behind. And so she started with comics. Hated the comics. Didn't like the comic books at all. Ironically, uh, so then she was like, you know what, baseball cards, and she you know I flip over the cards, read the back, and do stuff like that, and I actually did, and she got me those little cheap uh, cardboard box that had little slots in it that you could put the cards in, oh, yeah. and uh, and yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Remember that yeah. old cheap thing every kid had? I remember those, yeah, yeah. And I remember I got an ultra rare card, and I was like, oh my gosh, and 
we actually had the books that you could look up the current value of these cards. Remember those? Yep. Or probably I, not. I, I, I had a couple and, of those. Yeah. And you pop them open, you take a look. And I got, uh, you know, a pack of cards was a buck. I checked the value of that card. It's 50 cents. And that was the, that was a rare one. That was a super nice one or whatever. But, yeah, but back when you took like 50 cents, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just got. I, I used to crack up on that stuff right there. That segues into the next thing, Mr. Mike, and that is: so what has become in our modern day version of the baseball cards? What would you say? So, so in doing this episode, the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I had the answer before I had the question. Fair enough. I would love I to hear exactly what the modern equivalent was, I, but. I don't want to run the surprise just yet, so I want to give you a chance to weigh in first. Oh, you want me to see if I can guess it? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just take a, a guess or two at it. I think you'll okay. Um, well, it's just because I, I think our daughters like Japanese animation. Also, the fact that I have currently in my house about 30 unopened packages of Pokemon cards, and my daughter bought a bunch but just never got around to opening them because that's my daughter. But I would say it's either Pokemon. And that is correct. Ding, ding, ding. That's what I assume. Yes. Because that became, well, think about it, that show. That show, you know what's weird about that show? So she will go back and watch that show. But guess what she'll want to watch when she watches Pokemon now? The 1990s episodes of Pokemon, which I'm like, really? Because I want to watch the old ones. Those are really good. And I'm like, really? Okay. We can I, did, those on. I did watch those back in the day. Uh, yeah, my I didn't either. No, I did. My my youngest brother was oh. into it back then. Oh, so not, I, not me. I, I never got into it back then. I, I enjoyed yeah. Pikachu like everybody else, but like I I didn't really care about the the show necessarily. Pokemon is eternal, I think. It must be. I know yeah. Ash sure is. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite jo- joke from the internet is uh, five became a world champion this year, and uh, a ten year old with twenty five years experience is exactly what every employer is looking for. <laughs> It's true, though. It's true. Yep. I mean, that was the joke right there. Is I just assumed that the the main characters are switched out or whatever in those, and then I started looking through the show. I was like, nope, they just change clothes. Is all they do on <laughs> that TV show. According to Hazel, the next series will have a new character. Oh, uh, okay. So, which it makes sense. He he accomplished his goal. He can retire <laughs> at ten. After at ten, after twenty five years, well, I, I think he's got more life experience than anyone else in the world. If you look at everything he's done, <laughs> yeah, I, I predict he will age rapidly from here on. Yes, yes, he'll suddenly morph into a thirty five year old. Yes, I'll be there smoking a cigarette. Who are you? Are you the famous Ash Ketchum? Yep. I was kid long time. It'd be like a Batman Beyond type scenario. <laughs> And what you know, in five more years, when he's forty, we'll invite him on the podcast. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's still grieving about his dead Pikachu because that's how that's how dark the new show goes. He's what's wrong with Ash? Yeah, it's never been the same since he lost Pikachu. Old age? Nope. Bad battle <laughs> or something like that. Uh, this is the point in the show where I wanted to have a lot of like Pokemon slash baseball player puns, like yes. um, like. Uh, Daryl Strawberry Chew. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry is only one I can think of right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> M- M- Mickey Mankey. I don't know. So, yeah, something like that. These, Mickey Man. Uh, that's a little bit of a deep cut for for Pokemon people. Sure. I think Pokemon is the modern equivalent, and I think that it's going to be harder to dethrone at this point than. Uh, now, why would you say that? The, well, first of all, they're not oversaturating the market. True. True. 
Uh, by which I mean the market has been oversaturated since the beginning, and that does not seem to have an effect on it. No, in fact, the other way, it seems like it's become more popular in the states now. You know. Yeah. In, in fact, uh, at my daughter's school, they have banned Pokemon cards because kids were so deep into trading and playing with them at uh, recess that they they just said, "You're not allowed to have them here anymore." <laughs> That's funny. That's so, funny. I don't recall that ever happened to us. I know. No. Well, we never. I mean, I remember if shoot if we showed up with sports cards at school, I, I would see someone making fun of that. People just didn't do that either. But yeah, we, we'd know, have like slap band or something like that. Yeah, slap bracelet. Yeah, I remember slap bracelets. Shoot, I was always that one who would like uh, when lunch would come, everyone would be up there. You know, talking stuff, and I'd be like, I would sneak away to uh, the coach's office because he had TV and a VCR, <laughs> and I'd go in and be like watching old Andy Griffith episodes because that's really how far back dated I get right there. <laughs> well, I think I think VHS tapes will be its own episode, and maybe even. Oh yes, episodes. yes, I I agree. I I am right there with you, right, right there. I that's I do want to find a way to do a Pog episode. A what? Pog episode. Paul? You remember Pogs? Oh, Pogs. <laughs> no, we're Pogs. I don't even remember this. Oh, oh yes, I do. The, the circular thingamajigs, right? Yeah. That you, you will pop up at people and you battle people with, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. That, that's going to be a deep cut okay. episode, I think. Wow, I haven't thought about those things in years. Good Lord. I, oh, there's kids from those things. And they try to do it on the bus. I remember that as a kid and be like, we're moving on a bus, and you're trying to flip co- little plastic coins at each other. What? And anyways, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Man, that's wow, that is a right. So, well, I mean, yeah, no, no, I agree. Do you ever? Now, here's my last follow-up question for you, and then we'll end the podcast since we only have four minutes left. Yeah. Do you ever think uh, baseball cards would ever come back? Uh, not the same if they do. Uh, like you said, the, the sport's just not as popular as it used to be. Um, the, the market was oversaturated. There's too many ways now to consume similar things. Mm-hmm. You know, just having a piece of paper is not going to do much unless it's autographed or something like that. I and, agree. Um, no, I, I can't see it coming back. Even, uh, you know, they used to have the holographic ones where, where you would like yeah. turn it and it would have animation or whatever. If you had like, uh, like holograms where like it literally comes out and plays video or something pop like. up yeah, like, like you get your iphone out and it's on your iphone and shows like the player hit this is my baseball card i just ordered or whatever yeah right well, although i feel like i may be just describing an nft and that's a whole other thing well it's not maybe, going too well maybe nfts is a modern equivalent yeah that, that has kind of died off though <laughs> i agree i agree well i got me a non-fungible pokemon see <laughs> Well, I think you're right, though. I think the equivalent and now is going to be Pokemon and fiction because people enjoy fictions and it's kind of an escape. And that's the whole point of it. People like that kind of stuff because of escape. And for a short time, you get to be a Pokemon master, if you will, and battle whatever, whatever with your cards. And it's the same reason why I, I honestly think that's the same reason why Pokemon Go was so popular years ago because for a short period of time, people got to actually be relive their childhoods when they used to watch Pokemon, but now they get to have their own adventures. So, yep. so yeah, I get it. That was the only time I really enjoyed it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I never played the game, believe it or not, but yes, I get I get why people do her, but no, that was good, maybe, Master Mike. Maybe that's what baseball needs. They need a uh, 
like it gotta gotta catch them all mlb and it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh no while daryl strawberry appears let's catch him i can see a little bit of pushback on that but yes i'm right there with you <laughs> uh 